Hello and welcome to episode 91 of the Talking Wednesday podcast. It is a delayed episode 19, uh, 91. I do apologise for that. We, we, we t- made the decision last week, as some of you will have seen, that there was just no news because there'd been no matches. The, there, was, it, there was really not much to talk about. We were going to drag out an episode for the sake of it. There wasn't really enough in the community that we could spin around. Uh, but you have responded to that this week. The community topic, uh, the community section will be back at today. And also, we've got some that I'm going to make into episodes when we take a little break over the Christmas period. So, thank you for getting that in. Dex and Jake joining you as always. Hello, Jake. I'll let you speak now. I've just done a lot of words. <laughs> you all right? I'm not too bad. Uh, how are you, mate? I'm all right. I'm all right. I've got a very bad green screen behind me. Yeah. It's, te- it's, it's not. It's it's creased. It's staticky. I apologize. Um, But it's very much a case of... Job. It will do the job. It's a case of I'm using this green screen for a lot of things at the minute, but it's not really set up for podcasts, but I will just use this and it'll be fine. Now, I could have put my green screen up and put my old setup behind me, but I just wasn't thinking. <laughs> no, but your audio quality is a lot better, actually. Yeah. It makes me yeah. want to soundproof more. I, I can't really soundproof this place because I use it for multifunction work. Yeah. So I can't just like really go for the soundproofing as much as I would like to. Maybe I think that'll be when you eventually get your own place once the market calmed down a little bit. Yeah, you're able to do it. It's like you're working with what you've got, and with what you've got, it's superb sound quality as it is. And you know about sound quality, you did it as a degree, so you know what you're talking about. Or like me, who just looks on the internet and goes, Ah, that'll do. It's true. I'm still playing with this new new tech we're using to record the podcast, to be fair. Mm. It's, it's meant to make life easier, but there is a bit of a quality dip there. I can probably fix that. But at the minute, I listened to the podcast back, and it was negligible. But yeah. if it, uh, but I'll, uh, I will consider maybe, maybe doing that, or maybe even, maybe even just putting the audio of the podcast out separate if it really does get on people's nerves after a while. But I think the fact that we can get the podcast out regularly, yeah. even with a slight dip of quality, wouldn't be it may, the worst it, thing in the world. It makes it a lot easier, as well, for your time as well, because it gives you a chance to do other things. No, it's not. It's not even that, mate. It's just trying to like oh, with the career. Oh, with the for me, it was more letting you have an evening. It's the it's the career mode. I uh, the career mode takes the entire rest of my evening tonight now. So the podcast and then the career mode. So I have to try and like book record. Yeah, because I've got. I'm not kidding when I say I've got one day to you do YouTube things, and I have to do it all pretty much in that day. Let's hope yeah. you don't get sacked this time. But it's a joke. This game this year. Right, I was I was just over the weekend. I sort of thought I'll put the new soundtrack on because it's obviously got the best of FIFA soundtrack for the World Cup. Yep. I said I thought let's let's have a listen and try a Wednesday career just on my own, you mm. know, offline. And I was top of the league with Wednesday in the first season, and they were trying to sack me. That's my manager rating got to critical purely because I'd not reached the FA Cup objective. I, I was top FA of Cup the league. It's stupid. It is, and it's the one that overpowers everything. Yeah, all my objectives were completed apart from the FA Cup objective. Just EA, yeah. EA. There's a there's a reason why there was eight thousand people at the Morgan game. People don't care about the FA Cup anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, I I do. I do as well, but I'm not in like... the game. Not in the game when I'm oh. focusing on the league. Anyway, um, how's your week been, mate? Uh, busy, very very busy. As you can, that's my line. Yeah, well. Yeah, that is your line, actually. Uh, copyright decks. Um, no, it's been very busy. Um, I can tell if you're a video watch, I'm in a new base uh, when recording, and it was a bit of a manic thing to get everything sorted for Wednesday night to get the game for that. But 
it's slowly coming together. Got some bits and pieces I want to do. Um, one of them, aka being blinds, because I having them made better for the windows and being soundproof, so it's taking a bit longer than I want it to. But it's been good. Um, just been sorting lots of things out behind the scenes in general life as well, and seeing there's a, I'm I'm a bit happier at the minute, which is nice. I haven't I've been a bit down for a bit, but that time of year I don't do winter and autumn and Christmas. <laughs> I feel that. I, yeah. I I do Christmas like, but I am miserable up until those week the probably the week and a half until mm. Christmas, and then as soon as the new year comes around, I am miserable again. Yeah, like Christmas want now got a little, and it's a I have to kind of force it a little bit. But this is first year where it's not being. You, you never called me a little in before. Oh yeah. Do I, do I make Christmas special for you, Jake? <laughs> yeah, you do. It's it, it the it the hair when you put all the white white stuff in it to make yourself look like Santa. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna. <laughs> if when he puts his white dye on, <laughs> I I honestly I I I can't even get where you're going with that. What are you where, where are you actually trying to go with that? About from where Santa I'm taking Claus it. Santa Claus has white hair. Right. Okay. I'm trying to make you sound like you were Santa Claus. You took it. That went well, didn't it, Jake? <laughs> that went really well. The other way. <laughs> oh dear. But yeah, having a little and you have to kind of get a little bit more into Christmas. And this year I have kind of got the thing where they started playing Christmas music and I was humming along and I got told, are you into Christmas this year? No, maybe. <laughs> oh, I'm just noticed something on the screen that's really going to annoy the visual watchers. What? So Is it I don't want to say it because it it will annoy them for the rest of this podcast, but maybe get this from you. But I've realized when I've dragged this image in, Right. For the green screen background. I've dragged it slightly lower than your box. <laughs> Just slightly. And I'm can't I'm not changing it mid podcast, so you're gonna have to deal with I that. I don't know how it's that. Yeah. <laughs> like you're looking oh, at a really bad Van Gogh. That's quite annoying. Um but yeah, so magical Christmas, is it, Jake? Yes. How's your week been? It's uh, it's be yeah. Things are ramping up before Christmas. I've got a lot of Christmas stuff to turn around and get done before Christmas. It's always this this sort of time is very busy. Mm. Uh, it's it's the end of sort of summer. Yep. Mid sort of Easter time. Usually, it's it's sort of like I have, I have some big deadlines usually around now, and it's just getting everything over the line before Christmas and then sorted. But yeah, yeah. it's uh. Soph's obviously started that new job and she's been doing that for a little while now. And I'm obviously, she's moved to do that job. So yeah. I'm over the country half the time. It's not over the country. It's a, couple of, it's, a couple of, it's a couple of hours trek to yeah. be fair. But it's like, we're also in the position of like, do we move up there if things go well? Does it, do you know, it's one of those yeah. where. You're in we, that kind of limbo stage at me now, aren't you? Where you yeah, exactly. figure out what works out best for both of you. Because I can move most of my work. Not yeah. all of it, but most of it. Um, but it's one of those. That's the great thing about being in the industry. I'm and things like that. that work in the music yeah. industry, whether it be, you know, at any side of it, most places. So um, being able to move around is handier. But it's I would kind of go now and make life a lot easier. Mm. But if she does 
decide that she, it's not for her there and then I've moved everything to move back it, again. It's, yeah. The moving back again might not be a way it might not be as easy to move back and I, then I'd be losing money in the meantime. So we're just trying we're just sort of like doing a lot of travel at the minute between places. We still pretty much do what we did, mm. but traveling a lot more. Yeah. My question for you, I think I saw on one of your what's your latest purchase you've made in the kind of pop punko or cards what have you got are you on about my pokemon yes i am premium collection charizard yes i am yes i've got one of those i didn't pull anything amazing out of it i managed to get over the value of it but yes i can't i'm not doing well financially at the minute with the cost of living as most people are but i've told myself for months that i'm gonna get that i'm and a shop saved it for me so i got it i don't blame you Thing you can have right. The thing is, what what annoys me a minute where you have to cost of living, but it's something that brings you joy, and I hate using that phrase. But if it brings you joy and happiness for that little bit, it's worth it. At the moment, you're trying to find the smallest little things to make yourself happy in terms of how life is at the minute. And if that's something that you like doing and collecting, you go do it. I um yeah, it's I've always been a builder, Jake. Mm. In terms of building for the future. And this is going to sound really miserable, but maybe some people relate to it. But when the future constantly gets yanked away by selfish people and you see it more and more and you've been told all your life that there's, oh, well, you'll have your day and it's your way to have your day. But you actually you've actually worked really hard and you've built yourself to a platform and you've you know, you've built yourself to a, a place where you should be reaping the rewards now. And it should. But because they've moved the goalposts every time, like it's just. I'm just kind of like I'm starting to just go sod it and doing more and more and more now. Yeah, and 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 I am still saving, but I'm spending more and I'm thinking more in the moment. It's like, um, it's like me and Sophie have always talked about. We said we should do a proper trip of Italy, and I and I was like, I want to do like I was saying. Oh well, in a couple of years we can probably go and we can go for like a month or something. Mm-hmm. If I can do that next year, I'll do it. It's that sort of thing. Yeah, you know what I mean, I'll, I. Purely, and yes, that's purely because I like wine and pizza. We're doing well, that. It's uh, <laughs> better to have the memories than have that money sat there thinking I can do such and such with it. I kind of also am in that the, the fear factor of like, do I just, I need, do I need to get a house just for the sake of not being able to afford a house in future? But I also don't want to do that because I don't want to live somewhere I don't want to live. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. And well. it's. it's just, it's just one of them things. But I am also in a, <laughs> it's weird because I'm at such a, like, fork in the road because i also kind of want to wind down some of my work hours i'm working too much man i work mm. six days a week you are working way too much yeah but and and it's sort of like i just kind of need to to mix my I, i'm trying to build myself to a place where i can i'm still in that phase of building a place so i can take it all in house to myself mm. in 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 a, in a way of being able to have more say of it you yeah. know, and more, um, and you've got, you've got to kind of go through that, that path and, and work your way up with that. But I am doing more and more that is on my terms mm. as I'm building it, you know, so. You'll get there. Yeah. It's just taking time and yeah. Can we talk about, talk about football and talk about random stuff? Well, we're starting with a random topic, aren't we? Of course you can sort, uh, support this podcast. By um, subscribing to the Dexterity Box YouTube channel, Jake's all, also got one. Um, so go to that. Which I thought uh, you want. Indeed. 
forgot I actually forgot your channel then completely. Um <laughs> there's member there's memberships available underneath this YouTube video. Please go and do that. Support the channel. Help us actually uh break even on it would be fantastic. Super thanks is also a thing if you want to leave some cash on a comment uh, in a comment form on each video now. You don't just have to do that on a live stream. If you've liked the podcast, you can go, hey, here's a few quid. Thanks, mate. Yep. Thanks, guys. That would be uh much appreciated. And leave us some nice reviews. I haven't checked reviews actually. Oh, have we got any more? I'll do What's... a drum roll, but I don't have that on the soundboard. You don't have that. That you and that soundboard, man. I like my soundboard. Leave me alone. It's just been it's been like his new toy completely. I am trying to fill this air as I am um it opening my new toy for a while, Shush. Yes, okay, so you've just yeah. given someone an actual heart attack with that. If you drive me, I apologize. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Well, Apple's just got that completely wrong because it says we've got three podcasts, uh, three reviews. So <laughs> Three podcasts? Th- three reviews. Um, And it's showing me a podcast from February, two weeks after we, uh, a month after we started. So that's gone well. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. No, not on there. Let's see if any there's any pod chasers. We usually do this beforehand, but it's... Uh... Do, 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 uh, Yeah, we did have some plans change for uh, plans for change on the podcast and some updates and things like that. However, we are on episode 91. Yep. We might as well just wait until the 100. Yeah. I was thinking this. I'm talking out loud. I'm thinking out loud now, but uh, it's... Uh, it's just... Uh, it might as well, it, it can wait, you know. It's I keep just to, just to kind of be weird. I keep getting freaked out at my stream deck. I keep forgetting I've got a button on it to take me to your channel, and it's just to pick your a bit weird. your emote your emote that you've got your like channel logo thing, and it's just your face and it's looking at me. <laughs> Always. Oh, hang on. Hang on. Oh, we got one. We have that I missed. Oh. From September 20th. I'm really sorry. It's Amy gave us a five star on Podchaser. This is why they just don't filter through properly. Every time I watch this podcast, I forget to leave a review. I don't think you're alone there. It's Amy. Brilliant SWFC podcast, which always brings a balanced view to all opinions. I watch it every week and the lads always do a brilliant job. Thank you very much much. for that review. See, we did have one. And it was from September. Why? Why would it jump? I go by date, and if all of a sudden it's like, oh, we'll go, I we'll jump from... Some of the filter things are just, just don't work. It isn't, but thank you. It's Amy, we appreciate that. Thank right. You. Random topic to start us off. We're still not in the football. Bob123 writes into the Discord and goes, if you had the chance of running the country for three days, what would you do and why? Bearing in mind, most legislation takes weeks to go through. I like how he's added the bearing in mind there. I'd just kind of set some stuff off and go, okay, cool. Um, pay right for the NHS nurses and the NHS in general. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Right, gammons, behave. Get out. Stand down. Stand down. Stand down. Political warning. Stand down. Um, that's my first one. Hmm. I'd probably go through some of, like, the old, like, laws from back in the day that are still legitimately exist if you did it and figure out how many cause problems because there are some really strange old english laws that are still in place 
And I'd like to see some of the obscure ones. Like there's one, there's one still that if you're, uh, if you're on the York, I think it's if you're on York Castle and you see a ginger Gotham wearing a kilt, you can kill him with a crossbow. It's somewhat daft like that. Like, I'd be like, that needs changing. Um, what you got? Comfortable. Well, I've currently turned ten Downing Street into a nightclub in my green screen. Um, hey, that's so one that's... way. That's one way of propping up the economy. Yeah, that's exactly. That's for, that's the first thing I'm going to do. Um, I mean, they had a lot of parties there at one point, didn't they? <laughs> so the, uh, the the NHS would be the first priority. Yep. Yep. So it would be a case of I'd literally just try and like we don't have federal orders like America, so mm. you, I don't really think so. You can't just go. I put this in legislation; it's straight there. So that would get just binned in legislation if you decided to donate it. I, I think I would though. I think I would just go and just like divert a lot of the funding. Yeah, a lot of it. First thing I would do is I'd do a top earners cut. That's a political yep. thing. Yes. All right. I'd do a top earners cut and I'd divert all that money. In doing that, I would heavily criminalize and crack down on uh, tax havens mm. and make sure that money is going to the places such as the NHS and actually give the NHS the money they deserve because it's getting stripped away. Absolutely. And people are then blaming the NHS as if it's the NHS's fault and it's technically not. It's exactly what they want you to think. Yep. So people start going private and then they go, oh, the NHS is crap anyway. It's obvious what's happening. It's been happening for a while. Um, the, I would also, um, I had lots of things in my brain and all of a sudden I've just started thinking about how annoyed the NHS situation <laughs> has made me and it's just all, <laughs> listen, Bob, you've, you've opened a can here, yeah. sir. You've opened a can. Um, I've sorted out that the energy company can't take massive profits like they are doing. Yeah. That's and another thing. Sure that gets I, I, I would, I would, yeah, I'd. I'd oppose a heavier tax on the energy energy companies, again, feeding it back in. And I also would set heavier caps there. I would actually put a, uh, I'd put a high amount of money into renewable energy. Yeah. And I would also look into alternative. I would also try and put more funding into alternate sources of um, energy. I don't think nuclear power is something we need to be afraid of anymore. I think it's something we we also want to look at. We want to look at fusion and things like that. You know, and there are, yeah. there are companies doing it. I'd... Um, I'd also try and put a little bit more money into our trying to like, I like the fact that like, okay, overpopulation is going to be a thing for this country. Right. But we actually need to look at, we need to explore other parts of the planet. And other I'm, parts I'm, of the, I'm looking at the space you system. I put a lot of money into a space system. Right? Say, I'd want to rival NASA here, boys. A little bit like Elon Musk here. Um, no. What I would do, though, I would have it that the UK... Oh, yeah, no, yeah. I just, I charge everyone $8 just for existing. <laughs> That's what I'd do. <laughs> I would have it that you... I like us to kind of not be like Silicon Valley, but have it that we can have more uh, startup companies here a little bit more, but I can help generate more money into the economy as well. But the yeah. problem with that, that goes into that tax haven thing. You would have to kill that to get them to come over, like give them something. Well, that's the thing. The The argument is always like, and it gets does my nut in. Oh, well, if you tax them higher, they'll just leave. Let them. Yep. Right? Just let them, right? Because they're already, it's already not benefiting any of us. The trickle down don't work, lads. Nope. And you're defending people just because you one day want to be rich like them. And, right? I've, I've, and the other thing I would have it, I'd make it... Bang on law, and it'll be it dug my head in. Stop building on floodplains. Mm. We need to do something about housing. And by the way, actually, Elon Musk thinks we're actually underpopulated. If you've yeah, he does. If you've seen what he does, so it's the absolute opposite. Uh, whereas I think the idea we should be looking to actually 
we, we, we've already we're already destroyed this planet, and if people don't want to slow that one down, how about we try and find another one for us to destroy? <laughs> James just wants to become an astronaut and go to space. Yeah. No, not really. I hate the idea. I hate I hate the idea of living in pods and things like that. But there's a genuine like there's mm. a genuine problem where it was only the other day I introduced McKenna to the Jetsons, the TV show, and all yeah. that was like 2022. I was like, oh, none of this has happened then. No wonder I thought we'd have flying cars out our, our suitcases when I was little. Yeah, a fun one. I'd um a fun one just to keep it relevant. I would make all I'd make bank holidays whenever there's an international fixture. <laughs> what we having the entire in November off for the World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm missing England Iran. I'm missing most of England Wales. Oh, have you seen that thing with uh FIFA who got in trouble with the logo? Iran. No. Their logo says IRA. And no one at FIFA has actually picked up on it. Well, this podcast getting demonetized. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. Let's timestamp that. Let's write it down. But no one uh, has actually in... picked up on it. And you would have thought that's something that would be picked up heavily. If I have not cut that out and this podcast is making zero ad revenue, just. Blame Be aware. Them. Just just abbreviate the first three letters of Iran and yep. see your problem there if I did cut it out, okay? Right. Let's let we shall get into the uh the Wednesday section. This podcast. Twenty two minutes in. <laughs> well twenty two awful. minutes into the record, so probably about twenty minutes. Yeah. I will put a timestamp there purely because then people can skip it and not have a go. Either I'm I am sort of becoming, as I get older, I am kind of like, I'm not as politically driven in the fact that I don't, I'm not one of the people who doesn't talk to people who've got differing opinions. Mm. I don't put people down for having opinions, but thus I will get, I will get defensive if somebody has a pop at me for my opinions. Yeah. Whereas we should all just be having conversations and it doesn't have to be this side, this side. Everyone can have a discussion. It doesn't have to be an argument. No. I mean, I can technically just think you're a bit of an idiot. I, I already like... do, but... Yeah, yeah, do you know what you, I mean? You've said it on many podcasts already, so it's fine. People... Anyway, Sheffield Wednesday podcast. Let's talk about Morecambe. Yep. Wednesday played Morecambe in the FA Cup. Jake, let's discuss. We played some very good football for me, actually. We looked really good. And this was a game where Alex Mighton especially looked superb. Looked like the player was kind of know what we were getting from from Forrest and we were hoping that was going to be the case but he really did just kick on a little bit but Josh Windass' goal was superb just curls it top corner top bins and he got that in his locker Annie. he got that that he can just take a shot out of nowhere goal and the thing about this game it was weird because could they leave one opposition anyway there wasn't that massive gulf so it was a bit of a and I say it not training map, but it, it it felt equal at times. But yeah. we absolutely peppered their goal. 28 shots, nine on target, uh, 61% of possession. And the thing is, when you're looking at us going forward, we want that to be high. But you want the shots on target to at least be in du- double figures as well. 
But the thing is, we're starting to do well with what we're doing. We're starting to see a plan there. And to get through to the next round of the cup, I don't know people will be like, yeah, it's the next round of the cup. I don't want to do the next round of the cup. But at the end of the day, we have to be in the cup to a point. It does generate money. It's like 41000 for the next second round of the cup. And we, got... we all know we all know you get sacked if you don't reach your cup objective. So, well, yeah, very true. Cancer is a stickler for it. Carry on. Very, very true. Um, we thing is, if Mantfield on the twenty sixth of November at home, and we know what the situation with Mantfield is in the past, so that'll be interesting anyway. Um, you're racking your brains. No, I remember. Yeah, right. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how we do. But it was good to get a clean sheet. And it started a bit of a kind of wave of positivity in a weird way. Yeah, well, the Darren Moore out has uh, stopped for a little while. And then we moved on to Southampton, where I've got to say, we 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 gave as good as we got in this this was a this was a good performance from wednesday and unfortunate yeah. to go out in penalties would you say we don't really need to go over it and over it and over it but what were your thoughts on this one to be fair to get a league one off uh, not league one premier league opposition to penalties shows you how far we come because we're not going to be frauds on this one we've not actually been able to watch this one no. so we're not going to act like we've 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 analysed this no, no, other than what, we, what everybody whole, else has. It's so. that whole thing with this one. It's that kind of situation when you're look, looking at the bigger picture and you're looking at the stats. We really did play some very good football. Uh, I was, the, I was listening to it as well, and it sounded um, Josh, it, sound, it sounded good, guys. Josh Wind, that's a goal, sounded good, and I've seen it. It looked very good and stuff. But when you come against... The thing is, they, they're in such a weird kind of thing because they were having to impress new manager... Nathan Jones left Luton again to go for the bigger club. Let's see if this one works. It didn't last time when he left to go to a bigger club and he went back to Luton, so we'll see. But to get them to penalty, I was pretty damn proud of that team. Actually, it could be a championship fixture that next season. Yeah. Southampton Wednesday. Um, and it was just a case of moving on to the the, the match we, we, we care about and we were waiting for. We had... Um, Accrington Stanley, didn't we? We did. We did indeed. Accrington Stanley. Who was that? <laughs> if you're Atkinson Stanley fan, we apologise. Yes, it, and it, I, it, uh, by the way, I was saying who was that rather than who were they because yeah. I was changing it up slightly. Yeah. But Atkinson Stanley, they are not where I thought they'd be this season. I really did not think they'd be this uh, here this season. I just realised there's no midweek games or live table, so I'll let you just quickly. I wonder where that child is now. Uh, hopefully not having it said to him all the time. But That's nothing probably... I re- ever really want to say out of context again. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> <laughs> Just, like, do you think he goes to, like, bars? And he's like, yeah. How was the lad that said Accrington Stanley? Or do you think they? he mates would go, go on, say it. Go on, yeah. say it. Yeah. Like, say what? What, was it? what are you wanting to eat the lab from the advert? The advert. <laughs> Uh, but this was a good game. We played some good football. Um, we're looking really good. I'm surprised where Atkins and Stanley are at the minute because they're normally a mid-table League One team. It's like League One and Atkins and Stanley are like that. And if you're not, as your audio listeners, I've put my hands together. It's like two peas in a pod, they go together. Uh, but Mighton having another really good game. Mighton starting to find some form now, which is something we needed him to do 
for a bit and people are like, oh, he's not good enough sending back all. It's like Darren said, giving time, it'll work. Michael Smith were a really good uh, check down for Mike and to volley it. Really good goal. Then second half, they did come into it a little bit more and try to go for it. But David Stockdale does what David Stockdale does. Um, I did see someone on Twitter goes, how David Stockdale back? Is it recovering now? Because he did spend a little bit of time on the floor. But like I said, he, he loves that kind of side of it. And he loves the fans we're getting at him. And we got 1-0 win. And it was good to see us do well. And Delhi Bashiru could have had the game done and dusted. And missed it, and it's just a shame it was that kind of game. But Delhi looked good, but it's like I have this thing with Bashiru at the minute. I don't want him to play too good. I want the contract done. <laughs> yeah, because people are looking at him now, and to get a win against Atkinson Stanley, the I think the twentieth at the minute, and it just everything went in our favor at the weekend, and it's really weird because that never happens. Let's talk about that then. So the way the games went on the 12th of November were Burton 3, Charlton 3, Cambridge 0, Bolton 0 with Bolton getting a red card, Shrewsbury 0, Barnsley 1, Exeter City 3, Peterborough 2, MK Dons 1, Derby County 3, Accrington to Stanley 0, Sheffield Wednesday 1, Oxford 4, Port Vale 0, Morecambe 1, Portsmouth 1. That's a good one for us mm-hmm. with Portsmouth obviously being up and around there. Bristol Rovers 2, Fleetwood 2, Forest Green 0, Wickham 2, Lincoln City 1, Plymouth 1. Fantastic result for us. Yeah, I mean, they they just they need to sort it out now. They just lose like a normal football club, all right? <laughs> yeah. Ipswich 1, Cheltenham 1, another fantastic result yeah. for us, which is we are really opening a gap um, in terms of... You know, that that top three, uh, sorry, have got a chance of really... Breaking away from the rest of the playoff contenders. Yeah. Mm. It's it's really good timing and how we're starting to come into form. Uh, I've always said it, and I still say, it, the moment Plymouth lose at home is going to be the biggest test for me for them. Cause that I mean, record... it's not happening yet, is it? No, it's not. It's not, but I think it'll be the biggest... The problem with Plymouth, they don't travel well away. And I know people will say, well, it's a long distance. It's this, but they don't have a good away, away record this season. So they're really struggling with that a little bit. So if they, you're going to pray they don't suddenly fix that a little bit because they could go away with it. But if they, I think they've got another away game next. So that yeah. helps us. So we've got a good chance of them putting more pressure on. I've got to say, man, because you think about like when, when, you know, when we've had the odd draw, Mm. Or something. You'd imagine that we've been a terrible side, and like Wednesday and th- oh, we. When you look at the internet and you look at social media, you you the stuff you've seen at Wednesday. Do you know how many times we've actually lost this season? Not many, is it? How many? Three times. Is that it. Three I times. I, I know. I read somewhere that we got six away away rings and and we had eight last season. Bet we're only bested by Plymouth. Ipswich. We got better goal difference as well. Oh, sorry. Uh, Portsmouth have only lost twice as well. But um, Plymouth, Ipswich and Portsmouth have all lost twice. The, th- the thing with us is we've got four draws, 11 wins. Ipswich have got five draws, 11 wins. And Plymouth have got 13 wins. So it's just the wi- it's all the wins mm. for them. You know, they, they, they do it in the points. In terms of goal difference... We've got plus one on them. Yeah, we've got 18. Yeah. They've both got 17. 
We've got the best goal difference in the league. It's weird, though, because you think a goalkeeper, you think, ah, oh, Dreykov must be going for fun. It's all our midfielders. Yeah. Different goal scorers, though. That's what you need in a, in yeah. a team that are trying to go places. You know? And Plymouth have got a little bit of in- injury crisis going on at the minute as well. Um, so we'll be interested to see what happens there. We could take we, the tile's still on, lads. Just saying. But have you noticed how this season, this time last season, Gregory came out around December, said we were too busy looking at people over our shoulders and looking at what, what they were doing. I think they're just concentrating on themselves and not... They'll be looking, but they'll be like, we just keep doing what we're doing and we'll see what happens. Here's how the table reads. Plymouth are at the summit with 42 points. Ipswich are in second with 38 points. Wednesday are in third with 37 points. Then you've got a gap between Wednesday and Peterborough who are on 31 points, right? That is 37 to 31. That's a big gap. Yeah. I mean, if Portsmouth win their two games in hand, they could technically close that gap to about five points. But still, there's a gap emerging. And you've got to win those games in hand. Remember that they had games in hand last season and they didn't deck them. Yeah. It's all about whether it'll happen or not. But uh, the relegation spots at the minute are looking... Oh, MK Dons! Mm-hmm. Fourth from bottom. Yep. It's four down as well in this league, isn't it? Yep. MK Dons, Morecambe, Burton, Forest Green. I think Forest Green are gone. Personally. Sadly. Sadly. Poor vegans. I think MK Dons could... got long hair, but I'm not. MK Dons could get out of it, but you need to think, because I know an MK Dons fan, and he was saying the performances are good, we just can't get him back of the net at the minute. Well, they did go against a very strong derby. Um, it could be interesting because it's it only takes a team to go on a run and yeah. you're out of it. Because if you look at that table, I'm pretty sure at one point, uh, I can't remember who it was, there was someone really close to it and now they're like mid-table. I think it was Lincoln. I can't remember who it I'll, I'll look at the wins and see if that sort of paints a picture. Well, Oxford had six wins and they're now mid-table. Uh, the same with Shrewsbury and Port Vale. Um, you got Wickham with seven wins in tenth. They also so they got seven wins, four draws, and seven. They were losses. right down there at one point. Yeah, and then the that sixth spot is highly contested because you've got you've got Portsmouth, Derby, Bolton all on twenty-eight points, Barnsley mm-hmm. on twenty-seven. And then 25 points is Exeter and Wickham. So it's it's tight still, yeah. this league. There's, well, the only thing that's starting to pull away is the top three. And we're in it! Yes! Finally! So I'll take that. We just concentrate yeah. on ourselves and keep doing what we're doing. We'll get into the news now, shall we? So, yeah, there was a bit of a, a talk with Patterson after one of the matches recently, talking about his frustration about not getting too many matches. Let's just talk about generally here. What do you think about Patterson as he's coming to the side recently? I think he look, he's offered us something we don't have. He has he has that bully mentality when he's on the ball and when other opposition's on the ball. Sometimes our front two don't work hard to like chase a man down. Patterson will run after everything. And that's the thing. He will chase down every lock call. It doesn't matter if he thinks it's going out, he'll still run at it and go for it. And I think that's where Patterson really does help. Now, I understand him not being frustrated that he's not in the team and stuff, and I get that, but it's like he does offer us something against teams that know how to like press us uh, when we've got like a Smith or 
a Windass, Patterson just helped break that play up and get it to someone like Delhi or Backinson because Backinson and Delhi in that midfield have been superb. With Patterson winning the balls, they can then find that ball to a Smith. And I think if you put a Smith and Gregory and a Patterson in to replace one of them, it works really well. Yeah. There's something, you know, your dialect, right? The way you say words, right? There's nothing ever clearer than the way you say the word superb. It's something I've noticed more and more and more, right? It's like you just remind me of Chris Eubank when you do it. <laughs> oh, that's that what years of uh, beat therapy does to you. It's, it's, if you could say every word, like superb, mate, you'd be articulate as. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sounded like I was mocking. I wasn't mocking. No, it's you, just something I've always noticed. Um, yeah, with Patterson, he 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 mentioned like he doesn't really help himself by playing wherever, and he becomes a utility player because he can't really say he's got a specific position, no. and that is difficult for for a player to be able to, especially when he leaves Wednesday. So do you, does he just go as a utility player wherever he goes now? Well, when we first got him in, we all thought he was going to be a striker. We all thought yeah, that's what we, we got thought him he'd be playing there. Striker, and he did for a little bit, but I think being utility player helps him a little bit because he can go places where they might need this player and he'll just slot in. The The only problem is, where does he actually want to play? That's the thing. Does he see up, I think that's up to the manager, though, at this rate mm, as well. Yeah. You know, like, I don't see him. I do see, I only see him sort of getting in this squad if he just goes wherever Darren wants to put him. Right. At the minute, that sounds harsher than I meant it, but you know, like cards on the table. Does he get a new contract end of season? Yes or no? If we go up, yeah. No. If we stay down, it's a hard one, isn't it? It is. It's a... Do you just do you just call it a day at that point and move on? What he's only twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah, he's still quite a young player to in terms of. I really like Patterson, by the yeah. way. Don't get me wrong, but it's like he was a cult hero on your on the live streams at one point. He was, yeah. It, he it's, was. it's that thing. I just don't. At the start of the season, we both said, "Where does he fit in a Darren Moore system?" And you can't figure out where he plays. That's the thing. He made himself too expandable as a player to play everywhere. And I think that's where, when you say when you're utility player, it's hard to pin down where you play. And we'll leave that on the fact that you've just said Big P is making himself expandable. Oh God! Barry Bannon is the uh, player of the month for October. Well, he was. So uh, congratulations, yep. Barry. Great month for him there. Uh, David Stockdale was speaking after the Accrington Stanley fixture, and he was talking. I think it might be before. Like, no, I think it was. It was after. Yep. Um, I've cited this from Examiner Live, so credit where it's due there. He was saying the following, quote, there's only one good result today, and that's here because it doesn't matter if they'd have lost if we had got on a good result, says Stockdale. Um, he was referencing uh, the other teams around us there, I believe. It wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. It would have been a diff- different conversation. If you keep doing what you do, I think a lot of people said when Plymouth went seven clear, they were asking me, are they going to run away? I was like, run away? They could play three games and lose three, and we could be in front of them. We're 17 to 18 games in. Everyone's going to have a bad stage. Last season, 
Wickham were top of the league in February and look what happened. Football is a mad game, so I like to keep stable. I'd like to keep it stable this season, end quote. So that goes on from a little bit what you were saying earlier about Stockdale and not looking at the teams around them. I do think it is a good thing to, specifically in our fan base, just to keep putting the points on the board and stay up there. Yeah. Because you'll keep the fans on side and it'll make life a lot easier. And if we keep going around it this way, I think we'll be all right. Yeah, and the thing is, you got someone in Stockdale who felt that last season, so we'll have a little bit of a chip to say, I'm not having it happen again. And yeah. I think, I always think it's better to be chasing than be the ones on top. Because if you're chasing, you're having to get up to the pace setters. I think when you're the pace setter, there's more pressure on you. And I think Wednesday have always been better at being the team to chase than being the pace setter. We never be, handled that pressure of being the ones going out and going for it. And I think us as a chasing pack work better, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I get that. Um, we're moving on from from what we what our players think about the side to what could potentially become into this side. This is cited from Football League World, but they're basically sat in Yorkshire Live here, and they took the quote from Darren Moore talking about Jan- uh, the January transfer window and potential spends, things like that. Darren Moore was quoted as saying the following: "Once we get to the Accrington game, it gets down to one game week. So there's more space in the week to do more detail on it. When we start to look at the recruitment side for January." We know it's a real important time and you want to spend as much time as you can unhurried to try and get the right personnel in. There are still a couple of months to go until the window opens and that's a long time in football. We will see how the squad goes. So, end quote. So what he was saying was basically just look at, we've got that time in the I think I think we don't have as much World Cup time as a lot of people no. to look at players and do that sort of thing. So he's just going to kind of have to plan as he goes there. I, th- I think it's also a mixture of saying about that, and it's also a mixture of saying about some of the players who are out of contract as well. We can sit down with some of them, start nailing some terms out to find yeah. out what they actually want and figure out who you want to give new deals to. Yes, I've seen a lot of people talk about it, and we know the one that we really want. It just there's a lot of things that sometimes are out of managers' hands and sometimes clubs' hands. So it's got to be done in a way that suits all parties. Yeah, um, I think. I think we just need to we need to have a very specific plan in place because you need to sort of draft that. Do you throw it all at the wall in January and make sure we go up? Or do you risk upsetting the squad if you unbalance it there? Or what do you have two plans? Because Darren's going to be in this situation where if it's going well, he's going he's gonna, he's gonna to need two plans for next season. And the thing is, you've also got the other thing. He said recently, like, he's he pretty sure that all three loan players are able to go back in January. And the big one that would be a big blow there is McGuinness. Yeah, don't take McGuinness. Yeah. It's that, it's that whole kind of situation. We don't want to be in that situation. To be fair, Reece James has looked good the last couple of appearances as well. And it's one of the things, the, the one that I think probably won't go back in might because they'll want him to just come down here and keep developing. They yeah, I hope, they don't do it. I hope they don't do a Theo on that because you can see what was actually happening to Theo at this stage last season. He's got into the squad. He's being integrated. He's starting to get utilised a little bit more. Yeah. Right? Yep. My, well, what's my, that for? Um, Theo didn't make the can- Canadian national team for the World Cup, and that was one of the reasons why he left Wednesday to go get uh, game time and stuff. And he's actually did quite well at MK, and now he's at Blackpool having a great season, and he's still been snubbed. 
Yeah, I know. I saw that. That was uh... just it, it just made me feel a little bit like, well, you could have probably got into it. I don't know though, because if he's on form currently, like, I could he? It, to be fair, I'm, I'm, it's strange he's not got in, to be fair, because he's having a really good time at Blackpool. But yeah. I think Forrest have got that situation where they are very good at letting young players just develop down there. Like when Brennan Johnson was at Lincoln, they would keep in touch, talk and stuff, and they just left him down there to do what he needed to do. And I think they're in a position where they can do that now because yeah. any team that's struggling now or suddenly got a new manager, it pre-season mark two come mm. the World Cup. Anyone who's got a new manager, you can start setting your plans in place or anyone who's been struggling. You can drill everything in for when that season starts because there's going to be so many players who are not going to be going to the World Cup who will get double sessions each day. So I think for a team like Nottingham Forest, that might be really handy. I agree. I agree. And the, Martin, what I was going to say about Martin is he just needs to he needs to be patient. And I think like if you see so, so, seeing his reaction when he's scoring, he seems happy here, even mm. though he's not been in the squad all you know in the squad all the time or in the team. And I think that. I think Darren's balancing it quite well. And as long as it's okay behind the scenes, just keep him here and let him properly develop this season. Yeah, he seems like he's integrated into the team quite well as well. Speaking of uh, players and their attitudes and how they might feel, Windass seemed a little bit angry after getting taken off the other day, you could say. Um, He was talking to the media afterwards and Darren Moore basically said about Windass that he wants to play and they all want to play. I'd be just more to... miffed if he was just shrugging his shoulder going off. It, yeah. Again, it's the same thing that happened with Byers versus uh, Peterborough. You want to see a player have that kind of thing, I want to stay on. I don't think it sums anything up a bad attitude. I think it's just a player who just wants to play week in, week out. out yeah. uh, week in, week out. And it, that whole situation where I'd be more annoyed if he wasn't that angry. I think I I think there's a there's a big side to that there. We we're seeing these players who really just want it was last twenty minutes of a game. He obviously realized there was a bit of a heat round him as well. He came out on Twitter and was like, Oh yeah, we move great three games, that sort of thing. Sort of thing. I think I don't I think it's something and nothing, you know. It yep. will get a bit they will get a bit fiery. The all this Ronaldo stuff at the minute also is absolute yeah. gold. It's it's nice to see a team like Manchester United fans just going meltdown. It's no, just, so, it's just so nice after your childhood of Manchester United's domination. Yeah. But then again, it was also Arsenal's domination. They looked like they could come back. Mm. They actually look really good at the minute. Get me a lot of fantasy team points. Um, yeah. But Arsenal are kind of showing that you can still compete. Yeah. Which is good. I think the interesting thing, it's going to be interesting in Premier League in the next couple of seasons because Newcastle are now going to be part of that top four and they look superb. Yeah. Again, 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 I say that. I remember Arsenal have actually spent so much money. They've spent bad money. This time they haven't spent as much money, I'd say. And they're, they're actually doing better because they've spent wisely. But they have thrown so much money at it and it's never worked. It, I'm not a big Arsenal fan, I'm not going to lie. But I, it's nice to see it being done properly for them. I'd prefer them to win the league than City again. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, it'll be nice to have a change. Uh, yeah. But again, the World Cup could throw so many different curveballs up when people come back. Yeah. That's why I'm against the World Cup being in Is the Is it bad nearly that I nearly said if they come back then? 
They'll be fine. They'll be fine, yeah. <laughs> They'll be protected. Right. It's, uh, I, I, this, is this World Cup really difficult for you as well? Because yeah. like, I, I, I can't, I can't be a hypocrite because I'm going to watch it. I don't right? know if I'm going to. I'm going to watch it until England are out anyway, right? Mm. But like, it, it, as a principle, I just, they're just, I just feel a bit, I, the, the, I do feel a bit weird it. about this one, but it, it is the World Cup. Yeah, it, it's a strange one because normally I've got the hype for a European competition or World Cup. I've just got none of it. Yeah. Because I'm still, I'm still in like, like I've both people who are fans of Premier League teams are like, oh, I'm getting into the World Cup. Are you like, well, I've got league game. No. <laughs> well, let's just, let's just put it this way, right? At this time, I'd already be planning what illness I'd have with those <laughs> matches I can't go to, yeah. can't watch, you know, the England games. Yeah. And this time, for the first time ever, I'm I'm, go- I'm going to work. There's no, there's no, uh, oh, how ill am I on that yeah. day? You know what I mean? And then you've got to figure out if you can do any, like, the 10 o'clock games and how late you're going to want to go. It, the fact that they're, like, 1 o'clock kickoffs pretty much ruins things for me. Mm. Completely. It's a shame. So, it, I, I just, I, I just, I just, I, I've got to say, because the, they were literally, it was Russia and Qatar, right? Yeah. Everybody at the time was going, w- w- how obvious does this need to be, right? And watch it be the one England win. <laughs> yes. You know? Oh, it got that all, it got written on it. Because oh. then, yeah, that, yeah, right. Uh, Ryan Galvin staying at um, Maidenstone for another month, just to keep you in the loop. This is from the star. Sheffield Wednesday linked with Scottish International, but Stoke City and Millwall also watching. This is, what's his name? Where's it gone? Porteous. Porteous, what a name. Um... The Hib centre-back will see his contract expire at the end of the season, meaning he could agree a pre-contract outside of the country in January if he wished, and there has been plenty of talk about where his future may lie. Now, with the Daily Record stating a four-way battle for his signature, it is being suggested that Sheffield could be a potential destination for the Scottish International, despite championship interest. The publication states that the Owls are joined by Stoke City, Millwall and Luton Town on Porteous's list of egg- admirers. I know he said Eggmeyer is there. It's been a long day. While it's said that Hibbs have made an offer to extend his contract, one that's not been accepted just yet. His manager, Lee Johnson, was asked about the 23-year-old's future this week as he draws ever closer to the last six months of his deal, but he says the focus right now is for him on the pitch. Speaking ahead of their final game before a month-long World Cup break, Johnson said, let's get this game out of the way in the next press conference we can embrace those types of questions. I don't know. I don't know any more than two or three weeks ago when it was parked. When it was parked? Probably parked on, yeah, whatever. Then it'll be, what are you doing? And he's basically going to ask him, is he staying or not? Yeah, pretty much. So he's a centre-back. Let's do the FIFA run because I've got to, because it's the rules. He's a 70-rated silver centre-back with 65 pace, 42 shooting, 61 passing, 59 dribbling, 67 defending, and 79 physical. So not bad at all on FIFA, especially for he would be your first-choice centre-back. Um, if you were doing a career mode and you were trying to build that way, obviously, because he's better than what we've got on there currently. So he must develop. And if you're actually looking at general interest, is it it actually the right age? Yeah, let's go to let's go to real life then. What do you what do you think about this one? I think it would be a little bit of a signing because we need someone like that 
uh, that a somewhere where we can develop uh, like our own little Mark McGuinness. Now I know people will turn around and go, "Oh, it got it. The last got it centre back we had was, I believe, it was Mark Reynolds." If I'm scratching top of my head, I think we got him from like Motherwell or Aberdeen or something like that. Um, well, technically Liam Palmer, but he don't count because he's already here. Um, but yeah, I mean, technically he has played centre back as well, so he would be our last Scottish yeah. centre back. But, Even though it's from Worksop. Carry on. But I think it would be smart. It's the right aid that Darren Moore looks for now. It is that kind of 23, someone he can develop. It's very similar to Akin. Akin. I'm not going to try his last name. I always butcher it. Um, so it would make sense. Now, yes, coming down to League One or Championship, depending on where we are, it's a big step up for him. But I think it's one he could probably do. Yeah, I'm trying to find our last Scottish player. I was expecting you to talk for a little bit longer. I think, I that, think it's Mark Reynolds or whatever. He... Why if why would that list not just be in chronological order? Do chronological order? Monsters. Oh, no. But well, that's not happening. Carry on. I think, I think it is that case, though. You look at the age of what we bring in now in terms of player. We are looking for people for the future. Darren Moore has said that it's all about planning for the future and if we can bring in players who are a little bit younger, the better. And he's shown that this window. Now, the issue I have a little bit with this window and stuff, a lot of people have got the whole thing is, will Darren Moore be here if we don't go up? Or the kind of stuff. And I think it's one of these strange ones. He's building something here and it's, it's working. It's like, I don't want to see that ripped up. If that makes sense. You you could see very early on if Darren Moore, I think Darren Moore would would, would stick around and he would be kept on. But I think if it wasn't top of the league early in the season, he'd be gone. Mm, yeah, because it's it's about how he handles the rebuild after two disappointments. If that doesn't happen, yeah. to be honest, because the yeah. pressure would be aggressive at that point. But I think he's got how many appearances he got to his belt? So he's got about one hundred and twelve. Yeah, 112 senior appearances, which is not bad for a 23-year-old. He's been he's been a lot more regular the last couple of seasons. In 2021, he made 34 appearances, 42 in total. Last season, it was 40. So these last put uh, end this season so far, it's uh, 17 in all competitions. So he's starting to become a become a mainstay, mm-hmm. and that's that experience will help him. And I will be honest, like we have. Compared in the past, like we talk about our last centre back from the Scottish League or whatever, but we have said in the past that like up end League One Championship clubs, you are sort of at a very similar level, yeah, to to some of the you know the decent sides in the Scottish Prem. Um, and I've got to say, as I said, my Scottish team are hips. So. I'm yeah. wrong. The last Scottish player would have been Bates, but he didn't play, did he? Did he not have one appearance? Did he have one appearance? But it would have been Bates if we're thinking centre-back, actually, thinking about it. Yeah, true. Well caught. But yeah, he's, a, he's the right age. He fits the Darren Moore, Moore moulds. I'd be happy if this happened. Yeah, same. Yeah, we'll see what happens as that develops because rumours will be will run amok. And if he could sign a pre-contract in January, even better. But I don't think he will. I think he'll just hold his contract till end of season. Yeah. We we've got we've got our own situation with that to sort out of well, so <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, we do. Moving on to the community topics. 
of one two three gets the start and the first community topic here. He says to follow on from that, our strikers are not good enough. Oh, bold. You look at the chances we we're making and how many shots per game we had. I get that some midfielders and defenders are shooting too, but average goals per ninety, our highest being Fizz at point seven one, Smith at point four one, Wilkes at point three seven. Gregor's at 0.35 and Windass at 0.29 compared to the number of shots per game. Windass with 3.4, Smith on 1.9, Baz and Gregor's on 1.8 and Fizz on 1.3. That's a lot of points. It seems to me Fizz is our best forward at the minute. Looking at the stats. Basically, what you're saying here, Bob, is uh, we're not clinical enough. Yeah. I can't disagree. No, I can't disagree either because we need... You look at the shot versus uh, shots on target, and with our strike force, we should be hitting most of them in. It's just, for some reason, it's not dropping. But this time last season, we only really came into form in terms of front of goal around January, February time. Yeah. And Andy writes in and sort of supports this and goes, how do you feel that fact that none of our strikers have really made themselves the guy this season? Gregory Smith and Windass all on four goals, along with Baz and Fizz. It's, it's, I think it's that thing where you've got that collective mm. collective positivity of everybody chipping in with the goals. But also, do you, there could be a side where it pushes them a little bit more because there isn't a guy. So mm. Gregor will want to be it. You know, yeah. he's our striker, our number nine. He had that a lot last season. Is he going to be that? this Windass will want it because he didn't have it last season. Yeah, because of the injuries. And Smith has got has got a coming off of the Rotherham. You know, when you look at playing at Rotherham, he wants that. In that front two if you're going with Smith and Gregory. 17, 24 gold between them. 24 gold for Smith, 17 for uh, Gregory last season. That should be like putting us out of sight. I just think we do have a situation where we are not clinical enough until we need to be. Like We found out like during February, March, we got really clinical really fast. Everything that was going to Gregory was just going in. Yeah. And I think we 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 kind of turned the mentality. I think, I don't know if it's, I hope it's us waiting to see what happens, if that makes sense, but it'll come. And the thing is, you'd be more annoyed if they weren't making the chances than, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think the fact that, um, that's that there'll be a bit of ego in there, Andy, about the um, becoming the guy situation. But the, I'll be wonder, is, I wonder the, if there's any bets on. Yeah. Well, they, they they can't do that technically, but you know, um, while they're all, while they all, well, they can between yeah. themselves, I guess. That's what I mean. Um, <laughs> but it just breeds competition, and that's what we want, really. Could Josh Windass already lost his bet to Michael Smith about? Uh, could Josh Windass said uh, Harlan went with the guy in the Premier League two games in? He gave him me fifty quid. Thank you to the both of you for writing on Discord. Hubbed up, wrote in on the community tab and said, uh, if you were in charge of the media slash social media team at Sheffield Wednesday, <laughs> what changes would you bring to the social media content? Fresh ideas or maybe approving on some of the current content that the team puts out on socials? This, this, <laughs> I'm going to be really careful here, Hubdub, because here's the thing. I genuinely have a plan for what I do with the club. We spoke about this a lot offline. Yeah. This, so, honestly, if you put me in charge of the social mm. media team, and the media creation team, with the, as we said in the past, like low production values here. Do you know what I mean? We're not making money on this, that sort of thing. If it was our job, with the 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 access and all of that, 
there's, there's a lot. I don't really want to. I, I wanted to acknowledge this because thank you for writing in. But there's a lot what we do, and you'd feel a lot more connected to the club. But I do think they're trying in aspects. Don't get me wrong. But like as somebody who's obviously been on think... YouTube as a platform a lot and watching it a lot and like seeing the club, mm. there's there's so many things that I've thought about for the club. But they I are think, doing more of it. I think for me last season where it got me like Crawley Town and announced their player where they did a follow steady cam and they kept on doing panning shots and stuff. And it for me it's like, why are we not doing that to announce players instead of just having static photographs? Why are we not just doing simple and it's simple panning techniques and simple like cin- cinema? Yeah. Can you say that word? Thank you. Uh, to get it right, and there's, there's so much stuff that can be done, and it doesn't have to be on a massive budget. It can be done. Not, I don't want to say done cheaply, but it can be done at a bigger budget than me and Dex have got to do, and be easily done. And I think they go in the right way when they do the things like with Stockdale and uh, Dawson doing the who's this. I want more of that. I want more stuff on players. I want more reaching out in that sense because we get to see a bit of personality. I like to see some of like the behind the scenes stuff that they can show like in the training ground, like the pool competitions or something or something like, you know, that more seeing a general side and personality to players instead of just what we see on social media or what they've got on their social medias. The club can interact with that and build on that. And I think you look at some of our social media stuff, it's getting better and the eSports stuff is getting better and stuff like that, but it needs to be more. It needs to be a lot more. And I don't know if it's just something we've neglected over years and it needs fresh, fresh eyes or it just needs a complete revamp. Well, I think there might be there might have been a change there somewhere. We're doing a lot more player interaction stuff. That's the sort of stuff you you do want, but we just need yeah, there's 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 stuff that we could we could influence on that. And I mean I mean we're here. Yeah. Specifically. I've got an email. Email me. Um they never will. Luke uh, Luke Barron writes in and goes just a few off the uh, off the cuff without too much thought. World Cup predictions. Go on, Jake. What's your World Cup prediction? I think England will get the quarters and get knocked out. Right. I think Brazil might win it. Right. Uh, and I think Australia's dark horses. I think Germany are the dark horses this year. Mm. They're, they're, they've got that. They've got something about them. You know, they yeah. weren't very good at the Euros, but they're, they're, a, they're a good side on paper. Who's managing um, them now? Is it the ex uh, by Munich manager? I can't remember. <laughs> I just remember looking at their squad the other day and being like, hmm, interesting. The way they play as well. I do feel forward. sorry for Ivan Tony not going now. Yeah. I understand with Wilson and being around the squad a little bit more. Mm. And if he's fit, he's probably like, if you, if Harry Kane picks up a knot, yeah, you'd, trust ha- you'd, tr- you'd trust Callum yeah, Wilson. Wilson gets from- a knot. They both don't have great injury records. No, it's true. That is true, but like, hopefully you can like sew one of the legs to the <laughs> other and <laughs> somehow make a player, you know. That's one way of getting people to watch the World Cup. Again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think it's that bad, Jake, out there. Um, uh, with it all. Oh, it's just, again, I just, there's just something, it gives me the ick about this World Cup, man. Mm. Yeah, because it, it was bought. Right. As yep. well. That's a big. That's it, just off the fact that it was bought. 
I think the bit that's annoying me for so long is had so many people coming out and said, this World Cup's in, and then suddenly the money in the back pockets and they're promoting it like it never happened. Yeah. And I will be a complete... But if they were if they were paying me an absolute fortune to be out there and doing it, I'd be doing it. That's just the way the world works, man. When yeah. it's the fo- I don't know if I would that. Do you know that there's that? I, I say that, but I don't know if I would because if I was in that position, I'd probably have enough money to I be. I like, say, nah. well, surely you'd be able to turn around and say, "No, nah, I don't need to do it." Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That is genuinely where my headspace would be at. Because morally, I wouldn't be asked. Mm. You know, so yeah. I guess I don't think I would if I had the money. Mate, if I was rich, there'd be a lot of things I just wouldn't do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you do what you need to do, but... Put, put £4.50 on tonight's uh, 10000 a month, you'll be thawed. Yeah. Most I've ever won on the lot was 38 quid. It was like my second time. I think I've won 15 quid. I looked at my bank and I just looked at my email and like you won 38 quid. I was like, all right. <laughs> and then I used that 38 quid just to put the lot on for like the next two months or whatever it was. And yeah. <laughs> else. Oh, you got a free lucky dip. Thanks. <laughs> it's always funny when you take it into like one of the cashiers and like they're looking and going, now you haven't won out this time. You know they're waiting for that one person. You've won this much. Yeah. And I've done all right on scratch cards. Don't get me wrong, we do this thing in our family like every Christmas. We kind of like on Christmas dinner, we'll put like a scratch card on the table. Yeah. Like uh, each dinner, Matt, we'll have like one of the five pound scratch cards. Like past couple of years in a row, I've won like 50 quid every year. Nice. Not bad. That's a nice little thing to do. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll take that one from you, Luke, there. And if we're going to use uh, any more, we'll use them in the future. But yeah, uh, a parody account of Darren Moore that tries to convince people he's not a parody account of Darren Moore, but he's very much a parody account of Darren Moore. I understand this. Um, we know the that's how. Yeah, how is uh, how will England do at the World Cup? I think. I think we could be very, very good. Our defense is just shocking. Mm. <laughs> Attack is our best form of defense, right? And we won't go all out because he will play holding. He will play a back five. And I think he's called up Maguire specifically to play a three at the back, three centre yeah. backs. I think he'll go Walker, Maguire, um, Stones, probably. Stones he's very a much a character yeah. who likes to. He don't like to change things around too much. He don't like to be too drastic. It's like it can be weird when Southgate is not in charge because it depends who they go for next. Because Southgate is very much an FA man. Yeah. And their last non-FA man not really gone down well in the past. You want a man who can win a cup with good players? Yeah. I've always, I've always thought this, especially now we've got Harry Kane and the likes. Just mm. give it Mourinho for a tournament. Yeah, that Because be I reckon he'd do it. Yeah. Yeah, he would actually. Because he's really good in cup games. It's his Just... bread and butter. He doesn't have to be the permanent England manager. Just bring him in for a tournament. I can imagine it with the English media every time. It'd be like... Yeah. Yeah. You want someone like that for tournaments that are all about winning. It doesn't have to be pretty. Um, I I would set England up with a back four, though, and I'd do Trent at right back. Mm. Um, The centre-backs are difficult. I probably wouldn't want to play him. I put Stones in there. Who have we called up? Let's have a quick look. 
I would put Trippier at left back, by the way, because I actually think he'd been superb. Yeah, I know he's a, I know he's technically a right back, but I think uh, my fullbacks are Trent and Trippier. Mm. I'm just put Trippier at left back again. Also, for both of the fact, the fact that they're, they're both cracking at set pieces, having both of those on the pitch, yeah, for set pieces. Well, can you imagine you just... having them and then have Ward, Jane, Prowse as well? Yeah, yeah. Let's just have a look at the squad then. So we'll we'll read a we'll read the squad that was called the 26 man squad is as follows: Jordan Pickford, Nick Pope, Aaron Ramsdale, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Connor Cody, Eric Dyer. How oh, is that? That's all play actually. Harry Maguire, Luke Shaw, John Stones, Kieran Trippier, Kyle Walker, Ben White, Jude Bellingham, Connor Gallagher, Jordan Henderson, Mason Mount, Calvin Phillips, Declan Rice, Phil Foden, Jack Grealish, Harry Kane, James Madison, Marcus Ratchford, Kyle Saka, Raheem Sterling, and Kellen Wilson. Now, we're probably going to talk about the World Cup a little bit more. I would start, you put Pickford in net because he's yeah. not done it wrong yet. Um, Trent right back, I would, I would, I would probably go Ben White and John Stones. <laughs> mm. I know, I know it's a bit. Or Kyle Walker and John Stones. I wouldn't. Eric Dyer's having a good season, but I wouldn't want to put him there. I don't trust him. I've never trusted him at centre back. Better with a CDM. Um, Kieran Tripper at left back for me. I'd do a midfield. Hmm. I'm going to base this off four four two. Even though we're never going to play a four four two. Henderson and Bellingham. Should we do, let's do four, four, three, three, shall we? Do four, three, three. Um, Bellingham, Henderson, Rice. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Um, Then you've still got, he might actually play that, you know, but he loves Mason Mount. He really does, doesn't he? And then if we're doing a three up top, um, I don't like Phil Foden as a winger, though. I wouldn't put him as a winger. He's on form, isn't he? Oh, that's what he'll play. It's not what I would play. If he's going to play it... Swap it. Foden. Kane. Probably Sterling for the way he plays in an England shirt. It's mental how good he is for England. Yeah, he does seem to become the, the player for the international tournament, doesn't he? Yeah. But ideally, if I could really pick this... If you go with would... Cristiano Ronaldo comment, it's the place where he gets up-to-date gear and technology and get to train with good stuff. Do you know what I'd actually play? I'd play Declan Rice as an anchor man and play Phil Foden and um, Bellingham as the central midfielders. Yeah. That's what I'd ideally do, but he's going to play Foden on the wing. I, I had it. I had it the other day. It's almost like, what happens if we win, and what what state is Grealish in afterward? Because he was in a state after he got championship champion with Man City. Yeah, well, I don't think you'll. <laughs> I don't know if I'll make Christmas if we win the World Cup. <laughs> Even after all this drama, you're just um, being AI. You are. You'll just be an AI for the podcast. It'd be. Uh, oh yeah, the podcast ain't happening if England World Cup. <laughs> World Cup. I'll be. I'll be. Uh, I don't know. I've got to work all the way. This is annoying, <laughs> right? I usually take a bit of time off, like, um, in summer, yeah. you know, because it's too hot, and I can take some time off around summer. I can take some time off around Christmas, but not this early. Nope. So, like, 
Because when's the World Cup final? Have a look. Actually, go on. Line up. Line up when? Line up. Eighteenth of December. Oh yeah. All right. I might have started actually taking some time off by then. If we win it, <laughs> you won't see me until New Year. Um. Right. Sheffield Wednesday's next match. Thank you all for your community topics. Yes. Keep them coming. I'll try and put a new thread up every week. I won't, but Discord is there. Always exists. There's always a thread in the Discord. Use it. Right. Uh, Wednesday playing Shrewsbury Town, who have got a record of 6-5-6, 23 points, 10th in League One. 17 goals this season, 17, uh, 19 against. So um, that'll be Wednesday's next league game. What are your thoughts? Be interesting to see how they do because they started very well. It's the return of uh, Shea Dunkley as well. So Dunkley will be coming back to Hillford. I think last time we played them at home, it was a Berahino header and then he got the goal to make it 1-1 and we were all a bit gutted because we should have done better. Um, different Wednesday now though, but it'll be interesting to see how we do. I think we could get all three points. I'd like us to go a little bit more, more at home because we tend to do so. But I don't think they'll be that team that people thought they were last season in terms of, oh, we'll roll it over. I think we're starting to see the teams that last season that sometimes thought we'd roll over of how we know how they play and how good they are. And I think that's where someone like a Derby, fans are thinking, oh, we'll beat them. It's such a, it doesn't work like that in League One. No, and I and Barnsley beat Shrewsbury and said they're going to try and bounce back from that. But I think we just need to keep putting points on the board, especially, you know, they're, they're 10th, the the, the, the mid-table, they're... They're a team that could it could go either way, but we just need to focus on ourselves, focus on getting that. To match at Hillsborough, just keep the yep. foot full, full through the floor and, and keep the throttle down and and go for it, you know? Yep. And we play Shrewsbury again. No, we don't. I'm lying. I'm looking at Shrewsbury's fixture. I'm, I'm talking out my ass. All right, <laughs> as I do most weeks. Anyway, that's all we've got for this week's episode. Well, it's all I've got for this week's episode of the Talking Wednesday podcast. Jake, anything to add? Uh, I'm just going to watch your career mode and hopefully see you not get sacked again. Oh, no, I've got to film it. It's not live. Uh, no, but I'm looking forward to watching when the video come out because I'm really Yeah, yeah. I'm probably going to put this podcast live 12 o'clock tomorrow so people can watch it in the day and then put a career mode in the evening because people have not been meeting the light goals and then all of a sudden the one weekend where I was away, they decided to meet the light goals. <laughs> and I was like, Are you? yeah, all right. <laughs> So now I've not got an episode ready because we've just been sat and I've just spent half the time salvaging it. And now you're going to be like, oh, we've hit the light goals. Right. Where have you been? Anyway, um, there will be, I'll, I'll try. I don't know, to be honest, like it's already quite getting on a bit. I've got to go and eat. I've got to film the career mode. I've got to, go and to edit the career mode. So it's going to be a long night. Tuesday, probably out Wednesday. It, it probably, yeah, it will be. I've got to, I've got to do my adult things. Like I've got to go through all my tax stuff tomorrow. Oh, so, I kind of get. I just need to get it done. Need yep. to get it gone. So, bottle of beer in one hand, pen in the other. Done. Yeah, yeah. All fun and games. Anyway, that's it for this week's episode of the Talking Wednesday podcast. Uh, take care of yourselves, and we'll see you in the next episode of Talking Wednesday. See ya.